Live from the Motor City, all the way to the Volunteer State, it's time for the Reckless Speculation Podcast, where we recklessly speculate the latest news in the world of sports, from college football to NASCAR. We've got you covered. And don't forget to stick around for the world-famous Bet Your Nuts, where we will give you your best bets to make the most money. Now sit back, grab your favorite drink of choice, and join Robbie Davis, Raj Mehta, Brandon Chain, and Tom Sloan. It's showtime! Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Reckless Speculation. Um, it, we're, this is the second week in our new format. It's going to be an hour-long segment. We're going to talk about four main topics. We're going to get you in and out of here. What we want to encourage you, if you're you know, a little older like we are, hey, go for a walk. Get out. Enjoy life. Well, not tonight if you're in Tennessee. It's a rainy um, Thursday night. But if you're in somewhere that's not so rainy, get out and walk or just drink with us for an hour. But we're gonna we're we're gonna stop in an hour, so just enjoy. Um, it is my good pleasure and um, a sigh of relief that I speak for myself, for Tom, for Raj, for Brandon um, to welcome back in voice only today. He's not ready to share his screen. Um, QB one, he is back on the men. He is. Uh, talking he is moving uh he's he's definitely if he had a face for radio before he definitely has a face for radio now um welcome back my man um tell give us a little update how you're feeling how are things going how things progressing um and don't worry anything you say can be excused by some of that medication they've got you on yeah the i'd like to make the point the new logo i think i deserve to have a pill bottle on it next to the bourbon uh, so I think I need a pair of balls and up there. I'm doing well. I'm, I'm recovering. As most people know by now, uh, I was involved in a wreck a couple weeks ago where, unfortunately, I sustained a few broken bones. And um, I'm feeling much better. I'm just, I don't think anybody wants to look at me in a neck brace and an arm sling. And let me just go ahead and tell you, uh, my parcel hadn't been in much the last two weeks. So I'm a sight to see, but. Today was at the doctor, um, found a spot on my thyroid and had a bunch of cancer type tests done. So maybe the Rex uh, actually helped in the long run because I, I found something to take care of important today and uh, we're going to get it take care of. If, if we do, though, if we get to 100 subscribers by this time next week, Randall will come on next week with his camera on. And he will show the world the, the beauty that he is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I would like to uh, next welcome Tom um, up in Michigan. Tom, how are you? Uh, very good. Uh, and uh, I don't uh, propose anyone go out for a walk at the moment here in uh, lovely South Lyon, Michigan, because it's about a degree outside, uh, going down to negative 15 tonight. So. Um, keep the walk on the treadmill where I just came from. So, uh, yes, the hour format is awesome. I think everyone's going to love it. And uh, less less ugly mug like right here, only people on the mic or on camera that are talking. So it's going to be good. We're uh, trying some new things out and uh, lots of good things ahead. 
All right. Thanks, Raj. How are you? And uh, welcome. Yeah, dude. It's 69 degrees where I'm from. <laughs> I don't live there anymore. So I've been better. <laughs> not a fan of the cold. It's not that oh. cold here, but yeah. it. I did graduate school in Cincinnati. Oh, okay. So the South compared to Ohio has... It's very different. My mom asked me, like, do they have Taco Bell in uh, in Tennessee and in Cincinnati? And I'm like, Mom, it's not Africa. We have everything we have in Southern California. Oh, saying 70 degrees and beaches. Hey, we're we're even getting in and out. So you know, oh, wow. dude, that's yeah, that's complete. That. That's Moving on up. Uh, yeah, so uh, we'll get right to it. Um, we were. All set. We had our agenda for the week. We set it up Tuesday, and then all of a sudden yesterday, boom, it happens. Uh, Tom Brady announces his retirement. What he says is for good um, from the NFL after 23 years. He's got a, I think, if I'm correct, a $375 million broadcasting deal from Fox waiting for him for the next 10 years, I believe. And so – before we get into Brady's legacy, what it means, how he compare it to other sports, Randall, I'm going to start with you since we got limited time with you. Um, is this for good? Is are you taking him as his word? Is this it? Yeah, I, I think we're we're at that point. And you saw a decline in his play uh, numbers that you don't see from Tom Brady. Yeah, the Bucks won that division, but it really is the worst division in the NFL. <laughs> You saw Tom Brady not play like Tom Brady. And I think you saw that in Peyton Manning's last year. Even though the Broncos won the Super Bowl, there was definitely a decline in the play. So I I I I wish him well, but I do believe he has made the decision permanently. And the video he released was pretty definitive. So I think we've seen the last of Tom Brady in a few football uniform. Uh, you don't. You don't think come July he's going to get a little bit of an itch? Uh, no, I don't. I, I really. I. I felt. Uh, I don't know how many people watched that video, but I. I really sent closure in his his decision this time around that I didn't last year. Raj, what do you think on that question? Is this it? Is is, is he done? Is he walking away? No, I think he's going to sign a one-day contract with the Patriots and retire a Patriot as he should. Uh, so technically, I don't think he's going to be completely retired except for a 24-hour period. But, yeah, man, you can see it on his face, and he's done. And as a Raider fan, it you know, if he would literally, not just figuratively, be dead from the Raider offensive line among support system, and it just it would not work out. You saw what happened with declining health for him and the Tampa Bay Bucks. He caught lightning in a bottle with the Bucks, uh, you know, one last time, and that's it. There's nothing left to do. Uh, now he's single as well. Like, dude, live the dream, bro, as if you haven't already. All right, so, Tom, coming to you, let me ask you the question a different way. If Tom Brady is playing week one, what happened? Kind of like last year. His competitive juices got the best of him. And 
my theory of him coming back last year was I don't think he was satisfied with the way the season ended. You know, he was, what, 45 seconds away from another Super Bowl, and Matt Stafford made two ridiculous completions and, you know, stopped that from happening for, for Brady. So I think he got to the edge and realized that he didn't want to go out that way. Um, and then looking looking how he went out this, this year, that was just ugly. That was ugly with a capital U-G-L-Y. So will he sit back and realize that, you know, his supermodel wife isn't there anymore, you know, nagging at him about uh, possibly, you know, you need to spend more time with your family, blah, 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 you know, and just thinking about that loss. Uh, will the juices get flowing again? It, it's hard to say, but... Um, I mean, I know Raj made a point about the offensive line, but being able to throw to Devontae Adams, I mean, that would that would excite anybody. So I, I don't know, and, and obviously Vegas would probably throw a lot of money at him, which God knows he doesn't need. So if he is to come back in week one, it's definitely because his, his competitive drive and his desire to not go out the way he did uh, – kind of got the best of him again and and but you know looking at kind of the his mannerisms looking at the way um he held himself together in that last game it it did look like he was completely defeated albeit he had no offensive line uh he Mm -hmm. was running for his life for the most part so um with that being said I think you know chances are he is good he is gone for good but it is ironic he makes the announcement exactly one year after he he made the announcement last year. So, um, but yeah, that Fox contract is going to be very uh, um, enticing. But then again, he he goes and does a, a year with Fox, and, and he's still around the game. Does that bring his juices going again? So time will tell. Yeah, the thing about the Fox contract, it's always going to be there. Yeah, and the old the, if he takes a year off, the older he is. Steve Young said something that really kind of made my kind of mind kind of start to wonder. Steve Young said retiring from that position in sports is like death. And he described it as you are the at at worst one of the 32 best people at your position or at your job. At best, you're still top 10. You go from that to being horrible at everything else, like horrible, like, and it's like it is such a pit in your stomach. And so, I'm thinking if Purdy's elbow, he's got six months from the start of surgery. They're already moving on from Garoppolo. Trey Lance isn't the answer. If San Francisco calls in the offseason in the middle of summer. Are you still in shape? You want to give it a go? I know it seems like that's so cliche, but it makes a whole lot of sense. Team who and Mike Shanahan, those weapons, he can win another one. Um, so I want to move on to this. So there's a lot of – we hear goat thrown around all the time. Uh, I'm, always, I'm always fascinated by this – Go, this is this is a an accomplishment versus the best to ever do their craft. And some of these, what I think about is Tiger versus Jack. Maybe Jack's one more, but maybe Tiger's better. 
you know, you have Russell who won more, but maybe Jordan or LeBron's better. Uh, and then you get to Brady and Mahomes. What camp do y'all stand in as far as the GOAT, if you will? Um, what, 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 what makes someone the GOAT to you? And Raj, I'll start with you. No, when you pose this question, it's very interesting to me because, like you said, with Bill Russell, you know, he, nobody has 11 championships. Um, you know, he's tied with Jordan for five MVPs. But, you know, Jordan's got more rings and LeBron's got the most all-star appearances with 19 and Jordan's got 10 scoring titles. So what are you really stacking up? And is it just sheer athleticism, awe-inspiring abilities that Jordan possessed, obviously? Well, that doesn't describe Tom Brady. Um, You know, I I think it's all sorts of things. And to me, it, it is that athletic ability. Um, but, you know, playing the position of quarterback it is everything. You know, poise is a direct correlation to athletic ability, in my opinion, meaning that the ability to perform athletically under pressure, leadership, et cetera, et cetera. So it really is a great question. And because of that, we could wax back and forth poetically for hours. Um, but I, I just think it depends on the context, really, and, and how it's phrased. I wish I had a better answer, but I don't. Well, we put you on the spot then. Who's the greatest golfer in your opinion? Tiger Woods. But, you know, then I'm also a traditionalist. So, you know, does that take me back to Sam Snead or Arnold Palmer? But I, I would say Tiger Woods. Yes, that's a great question. Yeah. And then, and then, so where does that put Brady versus, say, Mahomes? Or mm. I don't even know if Rogers is in the conversation anymore. So I think Mahomes is a better version of Rodgers. And so I, I think it's really at this point, it is a Brady versus Mahomes at, at the moment who's the greatest. I mean, not necessarily the greatest, but how do you define great? And how does it shift and what does it look like for you? I mean, the Mahomes argument, yeah, it, it's – there is always the – obviously it's the ability and the sidearm passes. Has he had a great supporting network? Yes. Um, did he prove – or is he proving so far this year that he doesn't need as much Tyreek Hill and whatnot? I think so. Um, but, you know, he has, also has arguably the best OL next to Philly in the league and has a great all sorts of things. But when you look at Brady, I mean, if you looked at his career records and accomplishments, that, you know, it, it literally is over like 50 or 60 of them that he has set. And, you know, not to mention probably the most impressive is he himself has more Super Bowl rings than any franchise. Um, so no, I, I don't think that's any discussion whatsoever. And yeah, he did it in a system with Dion branch and average defenses and reclamation players. And, you know, it, it, it it's not a discussion at all to me. Yeah. And, and Raj, I, 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 we don't have time to discuss it t- today, but I'll, I will say this, um, basketball wise on this discussion, magic is somehow, extremely underrated for how great he was. They went to nine finals in 10 years. Like that's unbelievable. Not but, to mention but, how he changed the game, uh, the position yeah. regarding. Yeah. Agreed. Entirely. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, Randall, we'll, we'll, we'll go to you next. Um, so, so where do you stand on this whole accomplishments versus best to do it? Is it the same? Is it different? What does it look like for you? You're on mute. He may be gone. All right, Tom, go to you. Repeat the question again. 
Oh yeah. So we're talking about like, you know, talking about the GOAT, like is it accomplishments? Is it like who wins the most? Is it the best to actually physically do it? Is it is it the same? Is it different? How does it how does it shake up for you? How do you define who's the GOAT? I I think it's it's a it's a little bit of everything. You you, you look at it as did he step on the field of play or the court or the rink or whatever the situation is? And was that the one person that you'd game plan for and you feared? And you know that at a moment's notice they could take over the game. Or when the game was on the line, you want to put the ball in their hands. Um, I think you look at it in that regard. Obviously, winning titles is very important. Although, you know, you look at, like, you know, the likes of Dan Marino or Warren Moon. They never won the Super Bowl, but they're one of the greatest of all times. But I think winning championships, um, maybe not to the the amount that Brady was able to do, but I think winning championships puts you in a higher category than some of these guys that have the, the ridiculous stats. Um, and in Brady's situation, um, you know, Michigan grad, uh, and, he, and he fought – uh, for playing time with Drew Henson, which looking back was crazy. Um, but the year he finally got the ropes uh, from Lloyd Carr, it, it was a special year for him. So he, I think he learned that competitive uh, drive, that, that never satisfied kind of approach, and it carried over. And given that opportunity that he had, it just kind of grew and grew and grew. So with his situation, he wasn't the fastest. He wasn't the most athletic. I think – with Tom Brady, it was more uh, mental, where he could he could take over a game, and it was just his football IQ and his knack and his relationship with his coach. So you just knew that no matter who you put on the field with him, like like Raj said, Dion Branch, you know he only had one superstar with Randy Moss, with the exception of Mike Evans for the last three years, but he never had that that superstar. We'll say. Uh, with him, he always made everyone look better. And and I think there's another thing you look at is, does this player make everybody around you better? Uh, you look at Michael Jordan. Scottie Pippen isn't who he is without Michael Jordan. Um, and he made Craig Hodges, Horace Grant, and, and all those other guys were that much better because Jordan was on the court. So I think it's a combination of IQ championships, and do you make your teammates better? And do you have that kind of um, that that extra uh, drive, that, that clutch mentality? I think all those together, that would make somebody a GOAT. And in and, and the case with Brady, he's got it. Jordan, he's got it. And I agree with Raj. Tiger Woods had it because when he needed to make a big putt or a ridiculous shot, he got it. He transcended the game of golf. So that makes him the GOAT. No one did it like him. No one drove the ball like him. So it's just those all those mentalities put together, I think that generally will determine, in my estimation, who the GOAT would be or who a GOAT is. All right, so we're running a little short on time on this topic, but Tom, I want to stick with you though. Don't don't go away yet, because all right, Brady's won to ten Super Bowls. He's won seven, seventy percent of the Super Bowls. It's almost unanimous that Gretzky's the greatest hockey player that's ever lived. 
is Tom Brady at that status right now? Oh, I, I, I think in the case of Brady, I think because it's football and, and I know myself, big hockey fan, uh, our good buddy, Rich Jasper, he's an absolute monster Gretzky fan. Um, but in the, the grand scheme of things, hockey is like down here. Well, no, no, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, has he separated himself that much? From the I think so. I think so. It just, it, you know, obviously Gretzky scoring and all that good stuff. So he won a couple cups, but I think the grand sense of, of where football is compared to hockey. I think, yeah, it, Brady is definitely, oh, yeah, yeah. you think football, well, and, and, you, 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 the first name to come to mind really is Brady. So. Um, all right, so I talked about Brady, the 10 Super Bowls, the seven wins, the five MVPs, the number one and passing yards, passing touchdowns, every, everything you can imagine. But, and there's always a but, why do you guys think the alleged cheating isn't a bigger deal in football as it is in, say, baseball? And QB1, we'll go to you for that question. Why doesn't it matter in football when it's oh, the biggest damn ordeal ever in, in baseball? I think it's the only strike against him. I think it is a big deal. Uh, I don't personally think Tom Brady put cameras in the stadium. I think pro- Tom Brady probably got a lot of information that helped him on the court or on the field. And I think it's the one thing that makes him look bad. But, I mean, you know, you're talking about what did Tom Brady do? What did don't, he do? Don't forget about the flake gate. Don't forget about that. Yeah. I mean, he may have had a few pounds of air out of a football. I promise you, if you go to NFL Stadium, every quarterback, his ball guy knows exactly how many pounds to put in, where to to put the well, 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 I, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but it's still cheating, right? Like, you're not allowed to do it, and so if you do it, it's against the rules. Yeah, if you steal pitches when the pitcher is supposed to throw, you're 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 doing against the rules. But it doesn't necessarily. It's not the same. The thing that bothered me about all the Bucks or the Patriots cheating was the spying on practice. The the cameras in the stadium personally don't see Tom Brady ever had a firsthand. Ex- Part but he of benefited from it, though, right? He so He did, but if you go into the class, if you go into your quarterback's class and your coach tells you, you can look for cover three in this situation, then you have to, as a, as a lawyer, you would have to say, did Tom Brady know the information that he was receiving was gathered through improper channels? Oh, you know, I, I, I but, hear you. I completely hear you. I'm just saying, like, if it's baseball – Oh, he's ostracized. He's saying they're saying. Oh, I mean, you know, for the for the footballs, he knew what he was doing. He controlled it all. In 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 a seventy, it was a thirty point game or whatever. So what was he doing in these one point games? And yeah. I'm just curious what your thoughts are and why it doesn't seem to matter. I think I think the nature of the game changes it. I don't I don't want to compare this to the steroid scandal. I think it's a vastly different thing. I think every coach in America is trying to find an unfair advantage. The only problem, again, I have is the recording of another team's practice. 
So, so you don't have a problem with the footballs? No, I don't. I never did. So what's the rule there for? Uh, it's to make it competitive. But again, I think it's a rule that that is probably well abused by other teams also. I That seemed like the littlest of the Patriots then. But so, so that's more of a college football mentality, right? Like, oh, everyone's paying players, so we can pay them too. Absolutely, and I think that's accepted in football nowadays. But but in baseball, everyone's using steroids. It's not okay. It's, so you see, like the, the the contradiction that that I don't understand. Yeah, well, I think I think steroids makes you into it. So let's let's take who who I love in Peyton Manning and compare it the same way. Peyton was out of the game for a year, mysteriously goes to Europe, comes back in ability to play. Now, could you put two and two together and say Peyton probably received some medical attention in that trip that he couldn't get in the U.S.? Probably. Is that brought up? Hold on. on, Let me stop you. Because Kobe Bryant did the same thing. He did a blood transfusion in Europe. It's against U.S. laws, but not necessarily against the – Private company laws of the NFL and the NBA. Yeah, yeah. So there's a little I, nuance there. Um, I, and sorry, I, sorry, we're, we're, I, I'm doing a bad job of hosting. We're running a little <laughs> long. Um, Tom Randall, you want to comment on either one of those before we move on? I, I, I guess going back to the Brady situation, how much did the uh, the deflated balls really change the game? How much did that? affect him or affect the gameplay. I don't know. Um, but as far as steroids go, made these, these baseball players a lot better, and that ball went a lot further. And then, you know, you look back to what the, the Astros... It made the pitchers better, too, though. <laughs> could have been. Could have been. Um, and then I mean, Roger, look, Clemens, Roger Clemens wasn't oh, yeah. well, a bomb on steroids. He... he you know, he played pitched into his forties. He was hitting high nineties into his forties. So yeah. yeah, absolutely. That that no, changed. The, the, Ast- the Astros they straight up cheated the well, game. They knew like what they, pitch they... was coming. So as a professional yeah. hitter, I mean, you 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 have a mental note of what you think is coming. But when you know that fastball's coming, you're gearing up and ready to go. So I mean, that changed the game. That changed the game play. Deflated balls. I I just don't know. Um, and it, I don't think Brady was ever, you know, accused of being the the one that was videotaping. Was he involved with it? Oh, I'm sure, but um, I don't know. I just don't think uh, deflated balls compared to knowing the pitch and uh, guys that have a seven size seven head and next season they have a size nine head. I, that's a big difference. Um, all right, Raj, what do you think? Sorry, my computer died for a second don't ask me why but one thing about steroids versus let's say deflating a football um you know you can theoretically continually take steroids more and more get stronger and faster but there's only so much air you can take out of a football before it gets flat nfl players take steroids all the time they just get four games and they move on that's what I'm, i mean this is kind of yeah, the, no. the, so i agree i was just addressing yeah. that yeah, yeah. So one thing about, and we've discussed this, the NFL, for all intents and purposes, originated in 1970 when the AFL and NFL merged. Long story short, it, it is an entertainment uh, industry. It is a, a brand new 
league, if you will, compared to others, like an old boys network, like baseball. Baseball from its uh, in your first game, and I think in 1876, um, yeah, in Cincinnati, actually, I believe. How different is the product and how the game is played when it comes to rules and on the field? Yeah, the athletes and things have changed, but it's it's not ex- crazy different equipment, all that stuff, you know. It's a very traditional game, and obviously we get into marketing and whatnot. In the NFL, it's bigger, stronger, faster. And, it, yeah, I, I think just people don't care as much when it comes to that. There's just less purists and uh, more of, uh, you know, let me show me your product. Let me see what you've done lately. You know, what have you done for me lately? Well, and uh, one of my hypotheses is this, is it's like every other sport has changed to make it more TV friendly, whether it's the NBA, more offense, the NFL, good Lord, it's more offense. So like a 5,000 yard seat. I mean, I didn't realize Brady threw for 5,000 yards this season. I was like, what? When I heard that, I was like, are you kidding me? That's why I drafted uh, that, 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 Yeah, that, that, that used to be, you know, a mark that was so far out there, you wouldn't think about it, where – and the only change baseball has made now is the shift, which makes it harder to score. It makes it less TV friendly. So I do agree with you. I think there's a certain sense of it's always been played this way, and so these records – like there's no more like – like hand-checking, you've always been able to lick your fingers and throw the ball and call – like baseball's always been the same where the other sports have changed for TV. And so I think that it may be some of the cheating where it's it's much more against the rules in baseball than the other. But baseball does have a pitch clock. The one thing they did yeah. was to the pitch clock to speed up games. Oh. Hey, thanks uh, a lot. I, actually, I like the pitch clock. I, no, I, I agree, I, but that's like yeah. all they've done. I mean – yeah, the product dilution, 162 games, on and on and on. Is it, there are so many changes they could make yeah. for the benefit of the viewer that football yeah. has done and baseball has not. Uh, Raj, on a Triple uh, A is going to the uh, robot umpire. I don't know if the lookouts are doing that next year, but it'll be interesting. Uh, yeah, Raj and I live in a minor league city. The lookouts, uh, and so we get to see, see the pitch clock, and it does speed things up. It's it's wonderful. Um, all right, so all right, thirty minutes left. We're going to talk two head coaching maneuvers. Uh, the one I didn't see coming was Sean Payton to the Broncos. Um, I guess Tom, what did you think about it? What does this mean for the Broncos who gave up? Another draft pick in the first round, another second round draft pick. Uh, when when we first saw uh, Russell Wilson go, that we thought they're going to be a loaded team. I guess that's what Sean Payton sees, and you don't need draft picks. But that's they're in a bad spot if this doesn't work out. Yeah, I mean, I think Denver was one of the first teams that that kind of reached out to him, got permission for him, and and when that happened, I I didn't think there was a chance in hell that that was going to happen because uh, for a coach like Sean Payton, obviously he's won a Super Bowl and, uh, you know, he left the game and he was very comfortable, you know, doing the NFL Fox Sunday. So it was shocking to find out that he did take that job knowing that they have zero draft capital. And I know uh, QB1 put a list in 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 our group chat that, you know, they've got, 
this this draft that they had with like the 18th pick and this well that's gone <laughs> so their early pick is gone uh they're they're cap strapped we'll say uh as far as needing to go out and get players so uh there's a lot riding on Russell uh Wilson and and you know the indication I think early on was will he be there next year um but I don't think he's they got to be. Uh, the number was like 110 or something to that effect to buy him out. Uh, but I don't think they can do that now because they don't have anybody else. Uh, clearly, they don't have a backup, and they, they proved that this year. Um, but I think Sean Payton is looking at, hey, you know, I can go in there. Uh, I worked with Drew Brees for years and years and years, and, and don't be surprised if Drew Brees makes an appearance in Denver as some sort of uh, – uh, uh, you know, an assistant uh, consultant of something of some sort. So um, yeah. it, he has to believe that he can fix Russell Wilson, or I don't think there's a snowball's chance in hell he goes to Denver. And it, it just kind of surprises me because I, if, if I had to guess, they're five years away. But this is the NFL. Look how my Detroit Lions did this year on the precipice of a playoff. Uh, after a three thirteen and one season, so I guess they're riding on uh, their defense and and the hopes that Sean Payton, who is a really good offensive mind, can fix uh, whatever's wrong with Russell Wilson. Because if not, it's going to be two three years, and and it'll be bye bye for him. But they gave up a lot for him, so we'll see. Yeah, and and whenever you know you you hear numbers like. 110 million dollars to buy someone Just to out. Get rid of them. To be clear, like that's not a lot of money for the owners. No, the Walton, um, the Walton family. No, that's yeah. It's it's just a rounding error, but that counts against the salary cap who yep. they can sign. So yep. that's where it gets punitive. Yep. And so yeah, so they just can't buy everyone out and then say, oh, we'll build a new team because right. you just can't do that. Right. Right. Um. Yep. And just to clarify that for everyone. So Raj, what are you thinking about Sean Payton for the Broncos? Um, you know, I get it in the sense that you had a, a team, number one, it, it's defense. And Sean Payton knows the importance of defense. He learned that with three good Saints teams before they won the Super Bowl in 2009. Um, you know, you got Sertan and Justin Simmons and Kareem Jackson, um, all this young talent. And Javante Williams, a running back, by the way, in Denver, I was at the game and in Vegas when he got hurt and the Broncos were instantly changed. Um, it, it's also, you know, a, a great football city. You had brought up the Cowboys. Well, you got Jerry Jones, the Chargers, who, like, organizational history, share a stadium. You know, they're nothing. You're, you'll never have a, a distinct franchise. And then the Bills. I mean, it's Buffalo. Yeah, it's cold and snowy in Denver, but you have mountains and beautiful people. So a traditionally good a great franchise, a good owner, um, and, and again, a great defense with a team that was competitive with an offense that was historically bad. They averaged, they were last in the league in points per game, and they only gave up 21 points on T despite having that horrible offense. So all in all, it, it it's just a good place to be. Now, the one thing I'll say about Sean Payton is, you know, we, we tend to, to anchor everyone that does well, you know, he had Drew Brees the entire time he was at New Orleans. They both started there in 2006. He was there every season. Uh, when Brees got hurt, they didn't win. When Brees was healthy, they won. So 
I'm just saying. I'm not saying he's not a great coach, but you know, is, is he God's gift? Would I have given up a first rounder? You know, I, I think there are better, younger. I'm not going to say better. There are alternatives that were out there that uh, maybe should have been explored more. I don't know. I wasn't in the room. But. Yeah. Well, I mean, and really, that's the NFL without a good quarterback. I mean, Bill Belichick's 500 without a good quarterback. So, Raj, I want to I want to piggyback on something you said. Why not Dallas? I this is time for us to recklessly speculate. I have to believe there were some fillers out from Jerry Jones to Sean Payton. Hey, are you interested in this job? And Sean Payton was like, not unless I get full control. And Jerry Jones was just like, no, that's not happening. And that was like, okay, that's we're, we're, we're going with McCarthy. Because there, there, if, if Payton would have taken that job, McCarthy's gone in a second and Payton's in Dallas. There's no doubt, man. He's like Al Davis. He's a hustler. And there's a reason why Gruden, the Raiders, had never had a coach have that type of authority and power uh, until after Al Davis died. And then they traded, ironically enough, for Gruden. They traded for him. Um, and, and he had to have that. And Peyton is the same way. And that will never happen in Dallas no, as long no, as that dude's no. alive. And obviously, you're absolutely right. There's no doubt Jerry Jones I mean, he doesn't give a shit, excuse my language, about the rules. <laughs> he's a hustler, dude. He's going to figure out a way. He's the most powerful man in the NFL. Like, yeah, what's Roger Goodell going to do to him? Like, no, sorry. He, Goodell answers to him. There's no doubt about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that. He's a puppy. Um, all right, so, Tom, real quickly, bringing you back, what are your expectations for Peyton in, in uh, Denver? What's a, let's say, a five-year run? What are you looking at? Playoffs? Championship, Super Bowl? Uh, no. <laughs> Playoffs, maybe. <laughs> uh, let's let's not uh, hide the fact that this still is probably, from top yeah. to bottom, the best division in football. Not, not to mention and Mahomes sitting there. And not to mention, who did uh, the Chargers just go out and get as their OC? Kellen Moore from the Cowboys. Yeah. So look for a lot better more explosive offense chargers wise and that that coach that has no business being a coach uh Brandon Staley uh, I think he's going to be a little bit more hands off on the offense which he should be cuz he's a disaster but anyways that's a whole another show but um no I I just it's 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 a nightmare of a division you got to play Patrick Mahomes twice you got to play Justin Herbert twice um so I just 5 years maybe a playoff Maybe you look at 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 Mahomes uh, starting to get a little bit older, but he's not that old yet. So maybe within five years, he's not. He doesn't have Kelsey. He doesn't have the weapons around him. Um, yeah. But then again, realistically, how much longer do you have with Russell Wilson? Two years, three years. So you're you're going to have to figure out a way to get an early draft pick to bring in a quarterback to sign a quarterback to, that you can build on. So I think realistically within the next five years. That is saying Sean Payton is actually still on the sidelines in Denver. Yeah. A playoff at the most two, but Super Bowl, absolutely not. Um, I think they miss the playoffs more often than not because they're strapped, and, and it's going to take a miracle uh, for anything like that to happen. But, you know, it, again, it is the NFL, and, and the crazier yeah. things have happened. Um, all right, quickly about five minutes on this topic, guys, and then we're going to move on to the championship recap. Uh, D'Amico Ryans to the Texans, 
This is the third straight, I think, minority hire for the Texans. Um, so I applaud them for that. Um, he actually used his leverage um, and he got a six-year deal. So he may be able to build things. So I guess, uh, Tuke, I'm going to give you a compound question. Um, what does this third minority hire in a row show about the Texans? And they got the second pick. Who should they go for as QB? Because a QB is going to be tied to Ryan's success. Raj? This is interesting because Stephen A. Smith and many others actually called the Texans racist before this hire. And people have said, why? They've hired three straight minority coaches. Well, really the perspective, uh, what those guys are, are saying is that these three coaches, uh, Romeo Cornell took over halfway in 2020, then um, David Cully, Lovey Smith, each of them barely got a year with an atrocious team. Um, and, and that's all paying the price for Bill O'Brien, who made historically awful decisions and got himself fired in NFL history. And worst GM coach in NFL history. Obviously, the biggest being uh, DeAndre Hopkins for uh, not even a first, uh, for getting David Johnson and a second. And I looked at the list of guys, by the way, real quick receivers that were traded for a first. Percy Harvin, Roy Williams, Peerless Price, Brandon Cooks, Brandon Cooks again, uh, and so on and so forth. And at the time, DeAndre Hopkins, the best receiver in the league, he couldn't get that. And by the way, all they needed was a left tackle. They tra- uh, traded away Dwayne Brown in 2017. He waited until last year to get one, or, or they did. Um, just historically awful. So these coaches are paying the price with, you know, they're set up to fail is is the flip side of the coin of, you know, them hiring minorities consistently. Uh, so I didn't want to just go out there and laud and say, which is amazing. It shouldn't be an issue. You and I both believe that it should be, they just hired a coach, but you know, that's not the reality we live in. Uh, it's but, only two or three in the NFL right now. So. Exactly. With the league, as we've all said, yes. And even furthermore, you know, it, I agree. I agree. It shouldn't be an issue, but we got to keep bringing it up that it is an issue. Exactly. And sadly, it is with a league with that's 90 percent, you know, African-American or 85 or whatever. And, you know, what percentage of her coaches like 10 percent. So it is. what so it who, is. Are you, who are you thinking they drafted the second pick? You got uh, Bryce Young on the board, C.J. Stroud. Uh, oh, my God. If someone. Richardson. Yeah. Yeah. As a Raider fan, I fully expect us to F up and take one of those two idiots. Um, (laughs) Gotta go. I I I cannot wait for the draft special for your reaction. If people that weren't around, like a great event in the history of the show to others, not to me, was my reaction live when the Raiders drafted Alex Leatherwood at 17. <laughs> Just, I, I, get, I can't eat. I'm rarely speechless. And anyway, see, now I don't even remember what we were talking about. Bryce Young is there. You've got to get Bryce Young. He's well, surely, the, surely the Bears aren't going to take a quarterback unless someone trades up. No, exactly. Right. I go – Bryce Young, absolutely. All right, Tom, we'll start with you. What, what the, uh, who are they picking it to? Well, I'm looking at um, uh, Pro Football Focus, and they got the Colts moving up to uh, one, trading with the Bears. 
and you know that that makes sense. Who they haven't taken though? Uh, they've got Bryce Young. They've got yeah. the Colts so taking Bryce Young. Stroud would be number two. Um, well, <laughs> according to Pro Football Focus, they've got Houston taking Will Levis. And I absolutely. Oh, that would yes, I, yes, yes. In Titans fan, please let that happen. Here's please, here's God. where I know th- I'm going to say right now. You heard it here first. Unreckless speculation. Um, February second, uh, nine forty nine uh, p.m. Eastern. They are not going to take Will Levis because they have Will Levis on their on their roster <laughs> with um, their current quarterback. So uh, I think D'Amico Ryan coming in here. He's a defensive mind. And if the Bears do trade, because in my estimation, if the Bears keep number one, going Will Anderson? they're going Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. Yeah. Uh, I think Will Anderson's probably the better athletic guy. I, I think I trust him a little bit more. But if the Colts do go with Bryce Young, Houston's going to take uh, Will Anderson because D'Amico Ryans is a defensive guy. Uh, and, and I think... Seeing like oh, how Caldwell's great, I'd rather have an end rusher. I think. In this oh well, NFL. they're disruptors. I mean, look at look at the yeah. Bosa boys. Uh, uh, look at yeah. um, you know uh, Croswell Crosley in 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 Oakland, a Rogers boy, um, and then even uh, Aiden Hutchinson here, who what, what he uh, was able to evolve into here in Detroit. So uh, I think the key is on the edge, and and you need that. You need that to you know. Uh, be successful defensively, and D'Amico Ryan's knows he knows what to look for, and and I just don't see any scenario where they bring in Will Levis. Um, it, it, that just wouldn't make yeah. any sense to me. Uh, yeah. I, it, it, I just it, besides besides being the Texans. Yeah. All right, boys, we got less than five minutes left. Uh, Tom, t- asking you first. We were texting about it. We we're talking about KC Cincinnati. Would you? I, I think we all agree. It was a penalty at the end, but what do you think about throwing that flag, knowing that's going to end the game? Um, I'm I'm very jaded when it comes to this because I I, I think you you look at the play, he was kind of losing his balance. Did he push him? Yeah. Did he mean to push him? I don't know. You throw that flag, but you have to throw the two holding penalties that took place at the line of scrimmage that was able to free up Mahomes to get to where he was. So I, I, I think the NFL has a huge problem on their hands. And now you have former players coming out and saying it was absolutely scripted. We were given the script as soon as camp started. So I don't know if that's true. That that, that yeah, seems that, far fetched. That's going to be an off season top guy. Right, I want right. to dig into more of that when, once the games are over. But here's Roz, here really here's a real oh, quick oh, yeah, point yeah. that I that I do not do not like. I, I heard I don't know if it's true or not, but um uh Torberg's son made some money in that game that he was officiating. Yeah. I, I, I that is a fact. Yeah. So, so the NFL's we've got that hard a on that. bigger, bigger right. problems. If so if Tom, put it, put it, put us all on screen for the last two minutes. Oh, Raj, what do you think about that 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 call? Would you have made it? I, we, I think we all agree it's accurate. But would you have thrown the flag? <laughs> Probably yes. He, he he was sufficiently out of bounds to do that. I. I want to say, I mean, the kid even admitted it was a dumbass move, but he was a kid and it happened. However, uh, would I have under the circumstances, because 
Did it matter that it's a hurt Patrick Mahomes, the face of the franchise? Absolutely. There was a similar play on Joe Mixon out of bounds at the goal line that got hit uh, arguably later. All right, it was, a, it was a yes or no question. All right, yeah. veteran nuts, Raj. Let's get to that. It was too obvious not to, unfortunately, but it should have been two holds, three holds in my opinion, and they should have replayed the down. Veteran nuts, Raj. Oh, uh, start with Tom because – Mine changed. Tom, Tom, go ahead. Uh, well, 50, 55 seconds. Oh my goodness! Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm ill prepared this week. Um, I'll, I'll, start. I'll start. I'll start. All right, Tennessee coming off a terrible performance, uh, just inexplicable. Bad shooting for him for coming back to Thompson Bowling. Bruce Pearl's coming back in town. Crowds gonna be fired up. Don't know the spread yet because college basketball sucks getting spreads out. Uh, give me Tennessee and the points, whatever it is. Um, and if if you don't win, I'll perhaps reimburse you something. Fan pessimism. USC right now is around 7 against Wazoo tonight at 11, 8 o'clock West Coast. Uh, Wazoo already beat us in uh, Wazoo. They lead the conference in three-point percentage and scoring and perimeter defense is USC's bugaboo. So SC wins, but not by 7.5 or whatever it's at. All right, Tom. And I'll go uh, Pro Bowl, the ever-popular NFL Pro Bowl being take, uh, held in uh, the Las Vegas area there. And um, so I'm going to take the NFC because you have Tyler Hundley and Derek Carr as quarterbacks for the AFC. So to win the flag football game, give me the NFC, give me the over, give me the point spread. I don't know what it is because I could give two – uh, but give me NFC because, well, Kirk Cousins is better than Tyler Huntley. All right. So, full disclaimer, I totally botched this clock. I was thinking 50 minutes of our time frame. <laughs> but we're going, we had a whole other 10 minutes. Oh, boy. Well, we did our early, uh, so, early. Oh, hey, we, yeah, so we, we, I don't think anybody will complain. Uh, we, we busted well, we our we nuts early. Minutes, so, right? hey. So, so, yeah. Hey, you people that are out walking, you can take it easy. Call it a day now. We've done you a good favor. Um, so closing remarks, that may get us to 60 minutes. Uh, Tom, we'll start with you. Uh, just today I had a little situation happen. My mom got put in the hospital, and she's got some uh, issues with her back. Uh, so hopefully my dad is listening uh, at some point if he isn't watching uh, right now. Uh, thinking about you, Dad, and um, obviously Mom, uh, hopefully everything – works out uh she's having an mri sometime you know overnight so um just you know say you love your loved ones and 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 you know if you have an opportunity to um call someone that you haven't talked to in a while and and say hey you know it's been thinking about you do it because you just you don't realize you know when the last time you'll see somebody is and, and and i've been guilty of it i i don't get around to see my family enough and and I'll be the first to admit it, but um, you know that's going to change. Uh, I have to force myself to do that. But yeah, I mean, there's there's people in my life that that I don't you know get involved with enough, and uh, I just need to and and put stuff aside and 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 just you tell someone you love them and you've been thinking about it, and you know because maybe that you don't get another opportunity. So if you get a chance to say hey to somebody you haven't in a while, do it because I think you'll feel better and you'll be better off for it. Raj? I just want America to know that we've had hundreds of thousands of viewers 
uh, collectively, cumulatively, believe it or not. And uh, we, we prep pretty hard. We have an agenda and we know what each is going to talk about. But one thing we don't talk about ahead of time is final thoughts and the order in which we go. Because Tom and Randall always speak like directly from the heart and Rob has something intelligent. And they should go last because what I was going to talk about uh, requires a disclaimer for me. And then it doesn't. But obviously, I echo Tom's sentiments times a million. I was eating a slush puppy lollipop with candy powder. I wasn't eating it. America, stop poisoning our kids. My child and also in-laws, stop poisoning our kids. I know you want to be the nice ones, but the candy my kid who's eight has brought home from being with them is absolutely toxic. And I mean, it's unreal. The other thing they got him were liquid sour head drops like this thing where you just drop liquid sour death on your tongue. Everything, dude, it it like combines the things that like we had as a kid, like a lollipop and pure sugar, like into one. Um, my boy is a dentist and he's like, thank God for America because with, and in the South, because Mountain Dew and candy, dude, he is rolling in the dough. But yeah, man, what, I'm not saying there's a healthy candy per se, but like what happened is simplicity and this stuff is poison. Like I wanted to try it, but honestly, like I've become a diabetic in the last 11 minutes and you got the Wilford Brimley's shit, dude. So yeah, just be careful what you're giving your kids, especially in-laws. You can be the good ones, the nice ones, and still not kill your grandkids kids from the stuff you give them. It's kind of good. Yeah. Amen on that one. Um, yeah, and that just changed the trajectory of what I was going to say. Um, speaking of dentists and orthodontists, um, kids, if you're listening, look, there's two routes. There's, there's about three or four routes in life. There's um, get through high school and start your own business or get through high school, start working, just get through high school and, um, you know, join the military, then get through high school and get as much degrees as you can. Well, all right. If you're going to choose that last one, do not make it law degrees, make it doctor degrees or eye doctors, dentists, eye, do- eye doctors or orthodontists. That's where you need to go in life because those people print money with doing nothing. Yeah, or that's those where you want to go. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's that's my career advice. Absolutely, um, my life advice. Um, well, Tom, obviously, hopefully, uh, your mom makes it all right, and then uh, QB One, we're thinking about you. And then, yeah, like and subscribe to our show. We'll be back uh, Thursday, Wednesday, or Thursday of next week, depending on the schedules we have. Um, it will be Super Bowl galore. I'm sure you guys won't be tired of talk, hearing about that. We'll have a different spin on it. And then uh, obviously heavy gambling. And then <laughs> we'll get your, your healthy walk-in for the week or your healthy drinking for the week. But thank you guys for listening. Um, Brandon Chain will be back next week also. I think if he has endless vacation, but he may <laughs> be back. We'll see. Um, also, actually, Fifth Path. Do what Brandon does, whatever he does, do what he does. Yeah. Construction. Yeah, he's, yes. he's, he's, yeah. Doing yeah. Right. he's doing all right. He's doing all right. He plays yeah. golf in like 90 degrees and looks at hot women yeah. a lot. Rough life. Yeah. <laughs> and prints money. Well so, yeah. earned. Yeah. Well earned. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you guys. Um, uh, yeah, I guess that's all we got from, from this end. Uh, always a pleasure. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to River City Media's own Reckless Speculation. Don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at River City Media. And catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Google. We look forward to catching you right back here next week with another exciting episode of Reckless Speculation. Cheers. Cheers.